You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Oh, Coach Barry Sanderson, it's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. And good morning and welcome into Friday edition of Inside the Locker Room. 205 342 4 is the phone number if you'd like to jump in on the show with us this morning. Twitter at Locker Room 109. The personal Twitter's at Barry Sanderson at Wimp Sanderson 1. Email address for the show is wimpandbarry at yahoo.com. Download the Tide 100.9 app to your smartphone. And you can take us with you anywhere you go. I've been getting a lot of messages of people lift, listening on the app uh, down in South Alabama. There's a guy down in uh, West Virginia that listens. we got, obviously, several in Texas. Um, a guy in Georgia uh, sent me a Twitter yesterday that says he listens and how much he enjoys the show. So we appreciate it. Let us know where you're from and where you're listening. Just shoot a little... Tweet out to us. We always love to hear that. We got Joe Gaither this morning behind the glass running solo in there. So uh, if you guys want to call and talk to Joe, he's there. He'd love to talk to you, I'm sure. And if it has to last, it has to be tough with the elements year after year. When it comes to building outdoors, it doesn't come any tougher than Yellowwood brand pressure-treated pine from Great Southern Wood. For a project that stands up to Mother Nature, be sure to head down to your local dealer for Yellowwood brand pressure-treated pine, the lumber that protects it against rot, fungal decay, and termite attack. Get only the best for your next backyard. And remember, if it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, then you don't want it. Uh, good morning, Dad. How are you this morning? Uh, doing okay. I thought your team played really well last night. For our listeners, they, they won big. Uh, broke the press really good. Got some layups against it. Passed it pretty well. That turned it over a little bit in the beginning of the game. Uh, doesn't have a real big team. First time I've seen them play, but uh, they play well together. They shoot. Uh, I think you got a couple of guys that shoot the three well. I don't really know their team that well, but I thought they played well. Biggest problem I have with watching those games is officials. Uh, the problem is uh, for officials that they feel like that the more fouls they call, the better they are. It's just the opposite. Uh, the less fouls you call, tell the guy, get your hands off the guy. Uh, let's play. When you're underneath the basket, let them play. But they they continue to ruin the game. Uh, girls' basketball is worse. I didn't see that one. But men's basketball is brutal as well. So, But anyway, various teams, various teams very good you know, on that, on that level. And um, I thought he did a good job with it. Well, kids did play really, really hard. We were really undersized, but uh, a couple of senior kids that have worked really hard. Walker McKee got 30, so it always helps when you have a guy get 30. But the most stressful coaching of the night, Dad, was prior to that game. I had the five- and six-year-old game. And, yeah, I watched a little. I couldn't stand it. Uh, Somebody made a bank shot. Yeah, Mac banked one in. He, uh, But we won, Joe, 16-8. to eight. But we scored two for the other team. One kid has got it, and he just shot it in the other team's basket. Should they count that if a guy? Well, of course. Should they? Sure. 
We were screaming at him. Jenny said, everybody's yelling at him at once. Hey, <laughs> the, kid was, uh, the kid was proud of himself. He was Leave open. He was open. Leave the kid alone. He banked it in. It just was for yeah. the other team. That's what I'm talking about. And, uh, anyway, Barry's yeah. team played good. I was I was real proud of the way they played. and He's got a good team. and does a good job with them. If you want to watch something good tonight, uh, and I tried to get a hold of him. He just te- he texted me and told me he's sorry that he's already gone. That was two days ago. Watch Sanford play tonight against North Dakota. Uh, both of them have played different styles. Sanford's 11 1. Uh, it's uh, a six. I believe it's a, I believe it's a six o'clock game on ESPN. I should I, I shouldn't be telling if I don't know it. I, I wrote it down here. I can't read my writing. Well, I'll look it up for you. Uh, anyway, ESPN two. ESPN two at six. Um, Sanford and, and South Dakota would be a very good good game to watch. Uh, Gonzaga plays tonight against. Uh, I believe Gonzaga plays against uh, Vanderbilt basketball. The rest of the guys tomorrow uh, they will play. Uh, they will play tomorrow. Let's see, uh, 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 I just got a note from Ben Roberts, who's taking Jerry Tipton's place. Pardon me at uh, in Kentucky about the Kentucky basketball, and he is going to be on our show at the bottom of the hour. So. Yeah, yes, I'm looking here. Sanford eight six o'clock ESPN two. Yes, six o'clock. Okay. All right, that would that better be a good game. Alabama tomorrow at two o'clock. Uh, pardon me, at two o'clock our time. Plays Houston on ABC. Auburn, I think, is playing over in Atlanta. They're playing Memphis on neutral court. Memphis, as you know, will play Tuesday night uh, on the third. Not the third, but Tuesday night is coming Tuesday night uh, against Alabama at Alabama. Uh, that game is on uh, the Auburn-Memphis game is ESPN uh, 2, and that game will be at 4 o'clock. One of the worst things that could have happened last night happened to Arkansas. They lost the big 6'10 kid uh, for the year, ACL, mm. ACL tear and he was uh, playing very very well for him. Arkansas is supposed to be a very good team. Really a tough tough blow for them. Um, not many scores. Ohio State one by one. Iowa State, Iowa State who beat Kentucky, who beat North Carolina, got beat last night seventy five to fifty six. So it shows you North Carolina's you know struggling a little bit. Gonzaga who plays Alabama plays Washington tonight and they're six and three. And uh, they they've got a good team, uh, maybe not quite as great as it has been. Um, uh, Brom, uh, the coach at uh, Purdue, is going home, and home is Louisville. He's taking the Louisville job, and uh, that that's exciting for him. Even though one of his best players went to Texas A and M, patience is the name of the of the game, according to. Uh, Emirate, uh, the NCAA president, the next guy who's going to be the president of NCAA patience is true, there's no doubt about it. Alabama AD uh, spoke in, um, I think it was uh, Vegas, and he said that he didn't see any future expanding right now. It might be way down the line maybe, but right now there wasn't going to be anybody expanding uh, in, the, in, the, in the SEC. Big 12 does. Central Florida, BYU, Houston, and Cincinnati will be going. Um, another game I wanted to mention, Army-Navy, which is very important, uh, 2 o'clock on Saturday. And UAB goes to West Virginia. Uh, they left yesterday, and they'll play West Virginia tomorrow. I didn't get the time of that game, but you can look that, look that up and see exactly. But Will Anderson, 
uh, won the Bednarik Award, uh, the nation's best defensive player. He did it without uh, people recognizing it as much because Alabama lost two games and they don't recognize it and they want to criticize Alabama's defense and so forth. To have the number one player in the nation uh, defensively, um, regardless of whether you what do you think is, is awfully, awfully good. Um, that's about all I've got. Uh, again, the Houston game tomorrow will be at 1230. If, uh, no, I'm sorry. i got to be on the show at 1230. The game will be at 2 o'clock. Pardon me. So that's it. All right. Yeah, Matthew Christian sent me a direct message listing from Sebring, Florida. You ever heard of Sebring, Florida, Dad? I have, Lucky Dog. Really? Where is it? South, South Florida. See, that like how south? Like I don't know. You don't know. I don't All right. Uh, tomorrow, um, let's look at Houston's record here. It's nine and zero. Now yeah. they hadn't really challenged themselves. Uh, he's got They're a not very big North. Col- they beat North Colorado, St. Joe's, Oral Roberts, Texas Southern. They did go to Oregon and win. They beat Kent State, Nichols State, St. Mary's, and North Florida. What in the world is Kelvin Sampson doing with this? Well, schedule? Oregon is down, really down this year. Uh, I think they've got, uh, I think you know, Houston has a very good team. They're well coached. They play, they play good defensively. They better get on the boards against Alabama if they're going to win that game. But I, I'm sure they have a, you know, a good a, a good team, and they're excited about their team. He Kelvin does a good job. He was. At at uh, Indiana and things didn't go well, and he was able to get back into coaching after a while. But uh, should be, uh, you know, should be a big crowd there. And Houston is uh, is a very talented team. We'll see what happens. Uh, yeah, Houston. Uh, but as I look at their schedule now, they they beat the people they're supposed to beat, and they and they beat them big. They beat North Florida seventy six forty two. But uh, how much? When the game ended last year, it's literally the last second. Jamario, J.D. Davidson knocks the ball off the rim. The officials don't review it. Um, Kelvin Sampson chases the referees all the way to the portal. Uh, When they're going out, uh, the Bama fans are on them. They turn over some trash cans. One of the players for uh, Houston picked up the trash can and cleaned up all the trash, but it was a very raw, very emotional uh, loss for Houston, a very big win for Alabama. Now people talk about revenge. How much – what do you do if you're Kelvin Sampson? Do you show that film? Do you show – to kind of bring back that raw emotion? Or is that something that those kids that were coming back are just going to remember? Do you use that game, I guess – I think you probably mentioned that you. I don't think you show film. I don't think you really particularly use it that much. You just talk about how good Alabama is and what you have to do your matchups, and you might, you might, you know, you might mention it. Um, I think that'd be fine in whatever you do pregame. Uh, uh, I heard Kirby's uh, pregame speech. I thought it was terrific. Uh, getting his team ready to go out there and play the other day in, in football at Georgia. He he did a excellent he did an excellent job getting it. You know the team's good and ready to play and they were ready to get out there. But he he said all the right things. I think sometimes that helps some. It wears off, but you know you have to be ready to play, and then you have to be willing to play the entire the entire time. Not not 
feel good about yourself if you get way ahead and not get your head down if you play real. And if you're playing poorly and you don't, you're not really into the game, there's only, there's only one motivator. The only motivator I ever used was the bench. If the fish not playing in the way he needs to play, I didn't care who he was. I put him, I, I set him out for a few minutes. I didn't set him out long, but I set him out and got tried to get his attention. I may have the assistant coach talk to him for a minute uh, instead of me. And um, so I think it's important to, that your best players play. Now, matchup-wise, uh, uh, he still have a handful on, on the offensive and defensive glass. Uh, uh, they they will. As most of you know, I talk about how good Connecticut is. They're ten and zero. Um, they defend the three as well as anybody's ever defended, as far as I'm concerned. The game I saw, Alabama played well against them for a while. Houston won't play the defense that well. Nobody's going to, but they will play the defense second best to anybody that Alabama's played this year. All right, uh, we're off and running. Phone lines will be open two zero five three four two nine nine zero four. Talk a little hoops with Ben Roberts at the bottom. Uh, the hour, love to talk to you as well. Alabama's got a challenging uh, three-game stretch here with Houston, Memphis, and Gonzaga. We can talk about that when we get back as well. Two-minute truck out at 1330 Martin Road East. That's where you go pick up those boxes, the packing supplies, and preparation for this move. Moving is a stressful thing, and uh, these guys are trained to take care of all your stuff, to get it in and out, not hit the walls, uh, not – nick up your furniture they'll pack it properly uh, they'll take care of all the work whether it's local out of town or out of state give them a call today for the free estimate 205-247-5050 two minute truck movers who care tide 100.9 traffic from the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, we've got a wreck on US 43 northbound at the Winn-Dixie at Mittlary Road. You can expect delays there. Emergency crews are on the scene. If you see other conditions, just give me a call. Towns and Nissan is the Christmas store. Yes, they have savings galore. Go see them. Towns and Nissan says, ho, 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 I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa Thread. Good Friday morning. The Greene County Long-Term Recovery Committee heard reports on the progress of recovery from last week's EF1 tornado. The 110-mile-per-hour winds of the storm blew the roof off of one of the buildings at Sagewood Apartments in Utah. The committee was told some of the 50 displaced residents there are being housed by the complex's Tuscaloosa owners, Moral Realty. But also, some are still being temporarily housed in motel rooms. And the funding for those rooms runs out next week. I'm Don Hartley. The new Jalapenos downtown location is open for business. Same great Jalapenos food plus the largest selection of tequila in Alabama. Now in downtown Tuscaloosa. Coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. We'll forecast a mixture of clouds and sunshine today. The chance of a few scattered showers across West Alabama, the high 73. For tonight, mostly fair with the low at 56. For tomorrow, partly sunny, a chance of widely scattered showers, the high 74. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 60 degrees in Tuscaloosa. 
You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry. Only on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. All right, Sebring, Florida, just so you're ever asked again that. You said you knew where it was, and I started questioning, and you didn't really know. Uh, it's about 12 hours away from the south of Orlando, so it is south Florida, east of Tampa. I didn't miss it much. Well, you missed it a little bit. You a were, little bit. Thank you for always giving a little bit. Thank you. That's kind of south of Orlando. Yeah, I guess that's down there. But I said Miami. That's still a... Florida's a long state. It's hard. Yeah, okay. All right, uh, pressure treated pine from Great Southern. Uh, if you want to find out where to go get the Yellowwood, just go to yellowwood.com for the dealer that is closest to you. All right, the SEC put out the all-freshman team now. You know, opportunity to play for freshmen sometimes very difficult. So if you get the opportunity and you're pretty successful, you usually will make the SEC all-freshman uh, team LSU dad had six. Now that's pretty impressive for a, a guy that got the job uh, pretty late. Maybe they didn't have a a ton of guys returning, so they played a lot of young kids. You had mentioned yesterday you think LSU will be picked number one uh, in the West next year. Alabama had three, um, and so that's a little, maybe a little bit alarming. Auburn's quarterback Robbie Ashford was the first team freshman uh, running back. Quinn Judkins from Ole Miss, uh, the running back from Trevor Etienne from Florida. You go down to Alabama. Tyler Booker, uh, the offensive lineman, uh, made it. Jaheim Otis, the defensive lineman, and then Terion Arnold, uh, the defensive back. But uh, with LSU having six. And I guess linebacker Harold Perkins is a freshman. Uh, LSU could be on the rise there. Are you still thinking they're? If you see that now, they got. They yeah, really I think is- um, I think they'll go going to Texas. I think they'll do. I think it'll be more difficult for Alabama to go into the state of Louisiana and get players. I may be wrong. Uh, I think they'll go over into Texas. So speaking of LSU and get players, uh, he's hired a good staff. There's not a bunch of baloney like it was with the other guy. Other guy's been named for some head coaching jobs. That's a joke. Um, he he um, he uh, is down a little bit low key. Uh, pretty tough when he gets on you on you one on one. He pretty pretty brutal on you, but uh, keeps it pretty much away from the media. Uh, and I think he's he was the right fit. If you need somebody to come in straighten that program out, I think it needs straightening out, straightening out, and it did. And they did, and I think that they're going to be. I think they'll be probably at the top of the heap, which I hope they are, because I think Alabama would be better off playing at the number two spot. Uh, they can always get to number one from number two. From number one, you can't get anywhere. <laughs> so you got you, ain't, you can't go anywhere but backwards. So I would say LSU is going to be the best team in the West next year. What do I know? Well, media well. Say they usually don't get it right. They always pick Alabama number one. Oh sure, uh, they won't pick us. Pick Alabama number one. No, 
this year. Um, they asked Coach, I know you had a little press conference earlier in the week about you know guys opting out and playing, and he said, we're going to coach the guys that are here uh, yeah. is what we're going to do. The guys That's that are the here. best answer you can give. You can't, you know, it, it, uh, uh, it, it the, the, I don't know, I just, people in the media just drive me crazy, the kind of questions they ask. You know, how was your team tonight? I saw, um, I saw a sad thing yesterday where a little seven-year-old girl was killed by, by a driver that that hit her, and then he was afraid he killed her. And when they came to see the mother, the the late the girl, the girl interviewed and said, "How do you feel like your Christmas is going to be? How do you feel?" I mean, most ridiculous question in in America, uh, just awful. So. Uh, you know, when you ask when you ask a basketball coach, uh, that's the exact answer that you that you give. I, we're gonna coach the guys we got. Now, behind the scenes, we're gonna try to re-recruit the ones we want to keep. Uh, we won't try to do that. Uh, but we, I don't. I'm not gonna talk about that publicly. But we're gonna try to try to save the ones that we think can play for us. Let the rest of them go. Yeah. Um, the problem is. Uh... And I asked you this yesterday, winning the game, I mean, you want to win the game, obviously, but this is not going to, I mean, but now Kansas State's not going to apologize. They're going to come after whoever Alabama brings. Uh, they are. And so, and they're going to, if they win, uh, they're going to tout it. Uh, they're going to put it on publication. I mean, this is a big, for if you're Kansas State, you're getting to take on Alabama. That's huge. Uh, is there anything that Alabama can do? to make it a big game for them, for themselves. Now, Coach is going to try. He's going to say all the right things. Uh, but I just don't Very know. difficult, very good question, and very difficult. It will be a mental game for both teams. And the mental side will be more on Kansas State. I don't mean that Kansas State's going to win particularly. But the mental part will be on their side. The excitement to play the game, the opportunity to play Alabama, the hype that the coaches will give them about your playing the university. Let me tell you what, these University of Alabama, they won all these national championships. You talk, you talk about that. The assistant coaches pump them up, and you and you and you, and they have good players. They're good. And they, they, they played well all year. They're a very good team. They're all purple, but they're good. And they'll come out, they'll come out and they'll play Alabama hard. Now, with Alabama, uh, I don't know how many people Alabama's left. They lost, lost a lot of linemen, uh, offensive linemen, which affects the quarterback. And so we'll start in mad at the quarterback because he's – you can't get into this game if you're Alabama fans and start comparing who is playing for Alabama uh, to last year. You can't do it. Um, they, whatever they've got left, they'll play in. But, boy, they don't have a lot of offensive linemen back, Barry. Yeah, uh, and receivers are thin and uh, we'll see. I just don't see Bryce playing, which is probably – Good, just because you need to take a look at the other guys and see what you got there. So, no, I'm anxious. You, you, you know more about it than I do. You keep up better than I do. I'm anxious to see the young kid from Tennessee. Yeah, that, uh, that but nobody knows about. He's been very, very silent, very quiet. Uh, the only reports I get is that he's very good. Uh, I don't know anything about very good is whether he's good enough to win for you or not, but. Uh, I've never seen a kid come in there and be be as unnoticed as this kid is. He's not noticed at all. What's this kid's name? Uh, Ty Simpson. 
Yeah, Ty Simpson couldn't think of it. Yeah, and you, and you hear rumors, and I don't want to start, but people poking at people's players. Like, you know, if you're from out of town, out of state, you know, you got people that are calling people to call him and say, hey, if you transfer, we got this NIL money back here for you. Yep. You know, and you're looking at uh, free agency. Yep. Just think if you had free agency all the time in the NFL and you had no salary cap. So you just go pay whoever you want and whenever you wanted to do it. And that's what you got in college football. There's no restriction on the money. And these guys can go anytime they want. So you can get all fired up when a guy commits to Alabama, this, that, and the other, knowing after one year they could they could poach him and leap. Yeah, well, you know, Jeff, Jeff is Jeff is going from from Purdue to home. He's all excited about that quarterback there. Good, good player, good coach. Uh, as we know, when we had what's his name on, he, he talked about how how, how well he was offensively. He's going back. His best running back, maybe the best running back that the people recruited that they could saw that could really play. Eighty-eight and out the gate, got more money at Texas A&M, and so it it it. it uh, and I understand that that uh, the people that listen to our show. Talk about well, they're making all that money. The coaches that you know, you got to be able to to compete on in the, on the right level, even with other people as much as you can. Uh, Vanderbilt cannot compete with the rest of them because you can't get in school there. Uh, Stanford can't. Coach is gone. Uh, so, yeah, you're making a lot of money, but regardless of whether you like making a lot of money or not, it's it's not what you're looking for as far as trying to be a, a good football coach. Yeah, basketball. There will be a lot of kids just left in the portal with nowhere to go. First and main condos are three bedroom, three and a half bath condos, uh, washer and dryers included, stainless steel appliances, all granite countertops, all electric energy efficient. Internet and direct TV are provided. I have direct TV and I have internet in my house. Now I have a lot of boxes in my house, but. I pay about $275, Joe, for both of those. I'm embarrassed to tell you. 10-foot ceilings, large patios with upper-level river views, easy access to the river walk, very safe, gated property with security cameras, located in the historic district of downtown Norport. And if you've been there, you know how beautiful downtown Norport is. You're also just a stone throw away from downtown Tuscaloosa and the University of Alabama, so you're close to everything. Call and mention it. You heard it on Inside the Locker Room. Get one month free. 205-657-7465. FirstInMainCondos.com. Yes, the tie 100.9 is the home of Alabama sports. Is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. I'm Kim Rangan with your Tide Sports Update. Three Alabama football players were named to the freshman All SEC team. Alabama soccer team captains gave their farewells on social media. An ESPN draft analyst gives his expertise as to where he thinks Bryce Young will land in the NFL draft. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 traffic. 
from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. We got a wreck, 2059 westbound near the Knoxville exit. That's number 52. We also have a large police presence. They're looking for an inmate who apparently escaped somewhere near downtown Northport. So we just watch out for that. If you see conditions, give me a call. It's a super Santa savings time at Townsend Nissan. They're your hometown dealer. I'm Captain Ray. They're big, and they're coming for you. Tax refund advance loans at Jackson Hewitt, up to 4500 bucks. That's big. Like our tax refund advance can be three. For tonight, mostly fair with the low at 56. For tomorrow, partly sunny, a chance of widely scattered showers, the high 74. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 60 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Roll Tide, the best sports talk, period. Your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Okay. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Pressure treated pine from Great Southern. Build it to laughs. Build it with the best. Use Yellowwood if it doesn't have the yellow tag on it. And then you don't want to argue right to the Yellowwood hotline. He is uh, the beat writer for the Kentucky basketball team with the Lexington here. We've had him on, I think, one time before. We hope to have him on throughout the year because uh, we know the passion of Kentucky basketball. Ben Roberts. Good morning, Ben. How are you? Ben, good morning. Good. How are you? Good. Uh, ben, I, I want to um, I want you to correct me on this statement, if you will. I think right now, okay, Ben, right just right now, that Kentucky's basketball team is very average. Not anywhere near a team that will win the SEC. Not anywhere a team that's going to be really good nationally. Correct me on that. Um. I think they might be a little better than average, but I do agree. They're certainly not anywhere, 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 anywhere close to where people thought they would be at this stage. Um, I think, you know, they they came into the week ranked number 19 and ranked number 16 in the, in the country, I guess. They were 19 last week. I, I think, you know, uh, maybe that's probably about right. It, it's, it's so hard to tell with college basketball this season just because it seems like every night you look at the scoreboard and there's two or three results that just kind of jump out at you like you know what happened in sure. that game if you didn't get to watch it so I, I think i think it's kind of a a nationwide thing right now with a lot of teams who were supposed to be top teams but yeah just watching this kentucky team they're they're still not they're clearly still out of sync they're not on the same page a lot of times uh, especially offensively um got a long way to go uh but but still, still a lot of basketball to be played too uh, before Barry gets on, I know they're good inside. Uh, the little guard from Georgia is is good, not as good as everybody thinks he is. Uh, but the perimeter shooting is a little bit – is it questionable, the per- perimeter shooting or not? Am I wrong on that? Well, their their overall numbers are, are actually pretty good. Uh, you know, they've got some guys who aren't hitting that they thought they would. You know, C.J. Frederick came in. He, he played two years at Iowa, was about a 46 47% three-point shooter. Uh, with a pretty large sample size, so I mean, one of the best in the country uh, over that span, um, and he's he's kind of in a funk right now. Uh, he, oh, he's mate. not he's not shooting the ball the way they you know thirty five point seven percent. You know, not bad, but but not anywhere close to where they thought he would be. Uh, Jacob Toppin was supposed to be a guy who was supposed to take that next step uh, as a three point shooter. He's at seventeen percent. So, Gee, you know, <laughs> that that is bad. <laughs> 
but they have some guys. Antonio Reeves is shooting 49% from three uh, and, and taking a lot. Casey Wallace is shooting 50% from three. So, you know, it's kind of evening out. They're 39% as a team, but but definitely some guys who, who they thought would be better. We're talking with Ben Roberts uh, with the Lexington Herald. Ben, um, you know, unless you're doing something extraordinary, maybe he is, Coach Cal, maybe he is, like Coach K or what Nick Saban's doing here, you normally don't wear out your welcome. Uh, but eventually people get tired. You get tired of your act. Uh, things start to go sour a little bit. Uh, is is John Calipari getting a little bit to that point with the fan base there? Um, the players – maybe not are playing as good as maybe what their star ratings are. Um, just talk a little bit about how the Kentucky fan feels about Coach Cal right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we could probably do a whole, a whole show on that. Uh, just kind of in a nutshell, I think there, you know, it's it's hard to tell sometimes because with social media and all that, sure, voices get amplified and kind of you have kind of a, a vocal minority that, that's just louder than everybody else. And that group of people, there is certainly a, a large group that, that's kind of, kind of getting tired of them. I, I, you know, you talk to people on the street, you, you go to family gatherings, that kind of thing. Um, it's not quite that drastic, but the big thing, I mean, you guys know in Kentucky, wins matter throughout the year, and every game matters. But those results in March are what really, really matters. And hanging banners in Rupp Arena is what matters most. And they haven't been to a Final Four uh, going on eight years. They haven't won a national championship going on 11 years. And around here, uh, that that crazy as it sounds, that's unacceptable. Um, so the St. Peter's loss really pushed a lot of people over the edge, I think. And no matter, you know, because they had a good, they had a really good season, regular season last year. I mean, they were a two seed. They were in the discussion for a one seed, national player of the year, exciting team to watch. Beat Kansas, beat North Carolina, beat Tennessee, beat Alabama, um, and, and really, you know, kind of blowout games in, in a lot of those. Uh, but you lose to St. Peter's after not going to the Final Four for eight years. People are getting disgruntled, and I think no matter how good the regular season is moving forward, until Cal takes another team back to the Final Four and maybe even wins a national championship, a lot of those people are never going to get off his back. Uh, and they're going to nitpick every single thing he does along the way. So, you know, I mean, it it is kind of yeah, with 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 a certain population of the fan base, he he has worn out his welcome. But I think there's there's a lot more that that look at the big picture of what he's done and and still think he can do uh, moving forward. I think last year he thought he over or last couple of years maybe he thought he had overscheduled. Uh, as I look at the schedule this year yeah they played michigan state and gonzaga they lost both those games but they don't have those good non-conference marquee home matchups that i always remember kentucky having that have the 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 kentucky faithful so uh fired up for a, a big time weekend game they're having a hard time putting the schedule together that the that the fans are are enjoying aren't they uh ben they are and that is one of those things that um you know, the folks who are on Calipari's back, that's one of the top, you know, three or four things on their list of complaints. And then even those who, who like Calipari, that's still, that's still at the top of the list of complaints. Cause you're right. You know, in the past, especially in December Saturdays, that was always a big deal. You knew every December Saturday, you'd have a North Carolina coming in or you'd go to Chapel Hill. You'd have a Kansas coming in, some game like that. 
Um, not really the case uh, this year. And part of that is because Calipari likes to play those neutral site games because he thinks it better prepares them for the atmosphere they're going to face in a tournament, which obviously there's some logic there. But you're really ticking off your, your folks back home, especially your season ticket holders. So he is, it sounds like he is making an effort to kind of rectify that going forward. Gonzaga's coming in to Rupp Arena next season. Michigan's coming in to Rupp Arena next season. They're going to start up with that ACC challenge, which is going to have, obviously, every other year, you would think a marquee, a Duke or a North Carolina or a Syracuse, somebody like that coming in. Obviously, Louisville, you got every other year. So the way it looks like he's trying to work it out moving forward, and add Indiana to that list, too. They're, they're going to rekindle that rivalry here in a couple of years. So the, what basically what he's trying to do moving forward is is make sure you have two or three of those, you know, big-time, big-name opponents that are going to get people fired up, and, and you would think uh, most of those games would, would happen on a on a December Saturday. Yep. I'm, not, I'm glad you're not uh, uh, riding for Louisville. Great day in the morning. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess you wouldn't have anything to write about. Um, tell our listeners about the recruiting. I think it. I, I don't keep up with it as well as I used to when I was doing it. Um, but they have they have done a good job in their recruiting, have they not? For the future, they have, and yeah, they've got uh, they've got the number one class coming in next year, um, and it's really a. You know, I mean, if you look at the 24-7 sports rankings, they got the number two, three, and four uh, players in the rankings. Great. Uh, and then they got a guy who's who's around number 10, and then they got an in-state kid, Reed Shepard, who's the son of uh, Jeff Shepard, who was the, yeah. the Final Four MVP in 98, and, and Stacy Reed Shepard, who was, you know, one of the best women's players Kentucky's ever had. Uh, so, as you guys probably know, Kentucky fans are probably most excited about him because they, they love those those homegrown uh, Kentucky kids who come in and play for the Cats. But, you know, other than that, yeah, they got D.J. Wagner and Aaron Bradshaw, two top five recruits out of New Jersey. Uh, D.J. Is, is Milt Wagner's son, who, who played for Cal in Memphis. They've got Justin Edwards out of Philly, who's kind of that six seven, six eight kind of do-anything, gritty, defensive-minded, doesn't mind, uh, you know, doesn't mind sacrificing his own points to, to just kind of do whatever best for the team. You know, he's in the mix for the number one player in the country. Good. They got a kid named Rob Dillingham who's a little lower in the rankings, but just a, one of the best scorers in the, in the nation. And I, I think the guy who's going to come in and, and be a really, really good backcourt scorer as soon as he gets to college. So they got this year where they're going to struggle a little bit, but uh, next year they're going to be young but very good. Is that the way, the way you see it? Yeah, well, you know, I, I'm kind of going into this year. I thought this year would be the better team, just because you got so many, you got so many veterans. You got, you know, you got the national player of the year back on campus. That doesn't yeah. happen. That hasn't happened in over a decade. Yeah, sure. Um, and you've got, you know, Xavier Wheeler. You know, as you said, preseason All SEC. Mm-hmm. You know, some of that's numbers. Um, but he's still a steady guy who's been in the program and knows what Cal wants. Uh, a couple of good freshmen, uh, Jacob Toppin, you know, I, I think still has a high ceiling. So coming in, I thought their mix of experience and young guys this year would kind of better position than the next season just because I don't know how many of these guys come back. Um, or at least that's what I thought coming into the season. You know, you look at it now and maybe, maybe some of these guys do because they haven't, they haven't performed to the, the level that, that maybe we thought they would. But again, you know, still about 20 games left in the regular season and, and a tournament to go. So, all right. uh, uh, you know, we'll kind of see how all that shakes out. Tell Barry and I, tell Barry and I, and our listeners, 
how much the player of the year got to stay money wise. <laughs> she was. Uh, well, <laughs> two million, two million. You hear different numbers. Yeah. Yeah. No, you you hear different numbers. I've heard one. I've heard two. I've heard five. Oh. Um, I, and I think a lot of that is going to depend on you know how the team performs because it's not you know as I'm sure listeners know it's not salary based or anything like that. It's not. It's, it's not? not even. Uh, at least here, I know some programs. Uh, uh, I know Texas A&M football is one that that uh, you hear about. Some other ones, um, you, you, you do kind of hear set numbers. Miami Miami basketball is one I've heard, but at least here, there's not any set number, and a lot of it is kind of the demand as the season goes on, and, and what kind of endorsements you can pick up along the way. Um, oh. You know, if this team was eight and zero, and Oscar hadn't got hurt. Uh, his his numbers are probably higher in that regard, but with the team kind of struggling a little bit, the excitement not being as high as it could be, I, I'm sure that's hurting a little. But again, you know, as the as the as the season goes on, you know, they beat a UCLA. He has a big game against Louisville. That kind of stuff. Uh, that 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 uh, NIL stuff might pick up even more. Well, he's gonna have a big game against Louisville. Yeah, yeah. If you you could you could have a big game against <laughs> yeah. Louisville. Yeah, uh, being. Uh, we're talking with Ben Roberts uh, with the Lexington Herald. All right, let's talk about the relationship between Stoops and Cal. Uh, it seems kind of <laughs> chilly, uh, to be quite honest with you. Yeah. Maybe Cal said some things he should. I don't think Stoops took it very well. And then Stoops and those guys didn't really finish the season very good, and I guess his name maybe was being bandered around about some jobs. And the next thing you know, this guy's got a raise – and he's making a hundred thousand more than Cal. Was that calculated to to get paid uh, more than Cal, to pay more than Cal? Is the administration frustrated with Cal? I know he's complaining about facilities and all that over there. To go and pay the football coach more money than the basketball coach in Kentucky would be like paying Nate Oates more money than Nick Saban. That would never fly. Uh, just kind of yeah. talk me through that. Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, first of all, this thing happens in cycles, obviously, and I would not be surprised at all if we hear, uh, you know, some sort of new terms to Calipari's contract, um, you know, in the next few months, especially once the season wraps up. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's certainly it's kind of been the off-the-field, off-the-court uh, soap opera of, of the last few months, uh, you know, kind of starting. I mean, there were behind-the-scenes things, but then, Calipari kind of brought it out into the public with his with his basketball school, football school comment in the Bahamas, and it kind of spiraled from there. Um, and you're right, you know, the timing of that Stoops contract, they just lost to Vanderbilt, which is just an unthinkable loss. Um, <laughs> uh, the, the way, especially the way that season was going and the way he had that program and has that program, the, the direction they're headed. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's interesting. I'm obviously not, you know, I don't, I don't know how much they talk behind the scenes, Stoops and Calipari, uh, you know, last few months, I would imagine not a whole lot. Um, but you know, it's something you kind of hear bits and pieces about, but you don't really know, you know, you, you don't, you don't know who to trust on what you're hearing and, and all that. But yeah, I think, uh, Cal wants a new practice facility. There's, pushed back from the administration they they want to spend money on on other stuff and some of that stuff's related to football um 
Kyle's not going to back down, as, as you guys know yeah. his personality. He's not the type to do that. No. So, uh, you know, and and especially if he but he's also smart enough to know that you lose to Gonzaga, you lose to Michigan State, you kind of you kind of step back and pick your spots on, on when to go public with some of that stuff. So I think you see him go on a run against some of these ranked SEC teams, UCLA, those kind of games. Uh, maybe that stuff bubbles back up. But, yeah, I would not be – it is. It is surprising um, and out of the ordinary for the football coach here to make more than the than the basketball coach. Uh, I, I would not be surprised if, if that kind of reverses itself here in the next little bit. Well, ben, uh, go ahead, Barry. I was saying that's great stuff. I don't know if you have anything else for him. I, what I wanted to ask him is Jerry was doing okay. You know, when you retire, you, you get tired, you look back at it and say, why did I retire? Does Jerry ever, you ever hit, see him, <laughs> Tipton? Yeah, I've seen him. Uh, I've seen him three or four times since he retired in person, and then we text. He actually texted me last night. Uh, we're trying to trying to have lunch sometime in the next uh, week or two here. Um, he can tell you what not to write. Worked out for that. Yeah, he, yeah, he can tell you what <laughs> no, not to write. No, he hasn't done. He hasn't done anything like that yet. Maybe we'll at lunch when we when we sit down at lunch. But, but well, Ben, we sure do appreciate you. We, we appreciate you being on, especially with kind of a late. Late ask, but uh, thank you so much for being on. We look forward to talking to you during the season, Barry. Thank you, Ben. And next time we'll have yeah, you let you pick, let you pick the SEC apart. It was a, we're getting close to SEC basketball. It should be a fun year. Thank you, Ben. Thank you. All right, uh, Dad. Tell them where you're taking that new little brat dog you got, Sam. Well, that little brat dog got me up at a quarter of six. Uh, Constant Companion Animal Hospital uh, at uh, 150 the Narrows on Highway 280. Um, half price. Going on highest price during the holidays. Tell me, heard it uh, on the Barry and Wimp show, Wimp and Barry show, whatever it is. Doctor Doctor Foster's a very fine vet. Uh, six uh, six three five zero three one three six three five zero three one three. Just tell me, heard it on our show, and they'll give you half price and look at that cat or that dog, or whatever ammo you got. Thanks. All right, my main man, Mike Brown, is next. You listen to Tide one hundred point nine and see home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got a wreck 2059 westbound near the Knoxville exit. That's number 52. We also have a large police presence. They're looking for an inmate who apparently escaped somewhere near downtown Northport. So we just watch out for that. If you see conditions, give me a call. It's a super Santa savings time at Townsend Nissan. They're your hometown dealer. I'm Captain Ray. Town Square Media, along with Spiller Furniture and Townsend Nissan, want to see your holiday spirit and lights. Neighborhoods are shining bright this Christmas, thanks to the countless hours it took you to wrap your trees. 100.9. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. You know what that music means. We're going to rip to the Alabama One Hotline and bring in our main man, Mike Brown with Alabama One. Good morning, Mike. How are you? Hey, Mike. Hey, good morning. Happy Friday, fellas. All right, Mike. I know your little boy's playing in the five- and six-year-old league as well. Have you guys had a game yet? We had our first game last night, and it is stressful coaching these kids. Stressful. (laughs) I'll be there first thing in the morning. We got our first game tomorrow morning. So All right. Uh, he's really looking forward to it. He woke up literally today just 
I can't wait. And I'm like, man, Dad wanted to sleep in, but we'll be down there with all the other little kids playing tomorrow morning. Well, yeah, we got one tomorrow, but it's not till noon. Uh, so we'll be tipping it off at uh, noon. All right, uh, www.alabama1.org. they got a great website. They always got special deals going on. It's the holiday season. Uh, Mike, tell us what's happening with Alabama 1. Oh, thank you, Barry. And look, something that we've been talking about for years is always finding a way for members, potential members of Alabama One Credit Union to save money. Uh, we always champion a lot of our loan products and big sales that we have, and you guys do a great job endorsing that. We're forever thankful. But uh, here lately, I've had a lot of people coming out and saying, look, I'm trying to earn a little bit of money. I gotta, I saved up a little bit, or I've been able to you know, put some money away, especially during these past few turbulent years. And we recently made an update to all of our CD deposit rates. Uh, we even have rates as high as 3.8% on some of our CDs. Nice. And so I've actually talked to several uh, several members and potential members about moving some money over to the credit union to start earning a little bit more money uh, than what their, maybe their previous bank or even other credit union could offer. So I want to remind our, our listeners that Alabama One is a great place not only to borrow and save, but if you have a little bit saved up or maybe – you were just at Thanksgiving, and, and your grandma was talking about, oh, I'm only earning 1.5% on my CD or my money, and I need to make sure it's safe and sound. Well, listen, Alabama One is about as safe and sound as they come from a financial institution. And if we're able to pay rates over 3%, it's just a win-win for someone to look, to earn a little bit more money on their savings or, or a potential CD right now. Uh, no doubt. And you guys take care of your customers, Mike, even dumb ones like me. I got a, I got a call the other day. And I'm like, oh, boy, it was coming from Alabama one. I answered it, and the lady introduced herself, and she works there at, uh, right there by the Home Depot at that uh, Alabama one. She said, uh, sir, you left your debit card in with us, and we have it here, and we have your in the envelope, and we have your name on it. I'm like, oh, ma'am, I'm so sorry. Uh, so when I went through, <laughs> I guess I made a deposit, left my debit card in there with it, uh, and didn't send when they sent it back. I didn't get it out, but hey, that's a personal touch. I got a personal phone call to tell me that I was an idiot that I left, and she and she didn't say I was an idiot. She said it in a very nice way, but hey, just going the extra mile for the customer there, right, Mike? Oh, I'd love to hear that, Barry. I'm not surprised at all. We we do our our hardest to make sure that we're bringing on great talent, and everyone at Alabama One has such a great attitude, and like you just said, a willingness to help. I wouldn't call it dumb or anything like that. Well, I'm dumb. How, the, can we, yeah. <laughs> how can we help somebody? So again, if it's talking about products and services or saving or earning money or, or even answering those questions that others might feel are dumb, that's our job, and that's what we love to do, and that's how we like to continue to support our great communities throughout the state of Alabama. All right, uh, go to www.alabama1.org uh, for all the different services. Mike, real quick before you go, tell them how easy it is to become a member if they're not uh, already already one. Oh, absolutely. The old adage of it takes too much work to become a member of a credit union doesn't exist The Alabama One Credit Union. We make it so easy. So, look, all those different branches we discussed, you can go to our website, alabama1.org, and check out any location and walk in and get your account open for as little as a $5 deposit just to secure your savings. But if you're on the go or you're working while we're working, check out alabama1.org. There's a big Join Now button right on the homepage. And listen, it takes less than 10 minutes to get your information submitted and get that account started and open up a world of benefits of saving and earning great money on your money. Mike, I was around royalty last night. Uh <laughs> from Alabama one Jason Halperin came and watched my team play how honored must I be to have 
Jason was in the house, and he even stayed after the game to talk to me last night. So, uh, was that to celebrate your big win last night? Yeah, Barry? yeah. I was with I was around Alabama one royalty. How many people get Jason to come to their game? So it was a big deal. You're big deal. you're one of a select few, Barry. And I'm sure he was just there to congratulate, and make sure that you get to celebrate that big win you got. Criticize my coaching. Thank you, oh, thank you, Mike. I appreciate you guys. Y'all take care. All right, there's Mike Brown with Alabama One. We want to thank Pressure Treated Pine from Great Southern. If it we sure do. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then believe me, believe me, believe me, you don't want it. All right, uh, Dad, we're going to have Coach Brad Starks on. It's the TA little segment uh, when we get back from a break. They took on Bibb County last night. Joe, Bibb County's got like three girls, like 6'5". So I'll tell you what happened and let Brad tell you. Did they win? You got to wait and listen. I'll tell you when we get back from break. This is Ty 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Joe? Oh, man. Ty 100.9 traffic. From the Towns and Nissan Traffic Center, we got a wreck 2059 westbound near the Knoxville exit. That's number 52. We also have a large police presence. They're looking for an inmate who apparently escaped somewhere near downtown Northport. So we just watch out for that. If you see conditions, give me a call. It's a super Santa savings time at Towns and Nissan. They're your hometown dealer. I'm Captain Ray. Tide 100.9 presents a night with award-winning Elvis tribute artist Jerome Jackson. Friday, December 9th at 7.30. Touchdown, Alabama. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Inside the locker room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to the second hour of Inside the Locker Room. All-State Insurance Agent Andrew Kniffer. Andrew's my agent. Uh, let Andrew become yours. Out at 4705 McFarland Boulevard, Suite 3 over in Norport. Looking for home life auto. You want to have the local people taking care of you. They'll tell you where to go and what to do. But the backing of All-State. I uh, made the switch almost two years ago. The best thing I ever did. You do the same. 205-722-9201. And tell Andrew that you heard it on Inside the Locker Room. All right, get to the Andrew Kniffer Hotline. Uh, This is brought to you by the tax organization out at Tuscaloosa Academy. We had the Brookwood segment uh, yesterday, and we were going to do it with Tuscaloosa Academy today. And, Dad, when I had my game last night, I got over a little bit late to the girls' game because I was coaching a high-level four- and five-, five and six-year-old game. And I walked in, I looked at Bibb County's girls. They were like six five, like three of them. Uh, and our girls, we don't have a girl over, I don't know, Brad, maybe five, six or whatever. But somehow, some way, the Knights were victorious, 52-41. Big, big-time win for Coach Starks. Uh with a three-game winning streak here uh, going on now. Good morning, Coach. How you doing? Morning. Good morning, guys. How are y'all? 
Oh, uh, we're good. So you did you told me they were big, but when you said big, I'm like, yeah, okay. But I didn't have any idea they were that big. Uh, talk about last night's game, Brad. Yeah, when we saw them on film, you know, I hadn't seen them in person, but, you know, going into the game, I just, you know, we have, I think my tallest player is like 5'8", and so and he's one of our guards. So, <laughs> yeah. so they're out there, and I said, you know, we, we just got to fight. You know, you're going to, there's going to be plays you can't make because you, you can't grow six inches in the next 30 seconds. But, um, you know, I'm out there trying to guard these, these big old girls with, five seven tenth graders and so uh you know it's mm. you know it's a lot of credit to them for battling and just you know every loose ball had to be ours every you know contested rebound had to be ours and for the most part we were pretty fortunate that most of them went our way uh yeah your girls uh you got a young group you don't have a ton of numbers so i know it's been difficult practicing uh trying to figure out how much to practice how much to rest them but uh you guys are you gals are on a three game winning streak. Just talk about how they've progressed so far this season. Yeah, um, it's you know you, when you're coaching, you kind of have an idea normally of how you want the beginning of the season to go as far as what you have in and all that kind of stuff. But we, I mean, we've you know I hate to say we've barely practiced, but in the grand scheme of things, we haven't done a lot. Uh, we are a little bit behind schedule, and we. Had kind of a rough week last week where we lost our first two games, and then we did pick up a win Friday. Got going a little bit, and then this week we've won three and just uh, you know, you know, kind of gelling together. We have some senior leadership, but really only maybe five girls with varsity experience, and then I got a couple that are you know having to learn on the fly. You know, I threw a freshman in the game last night, and I said, "You got to go in there and battle with these big old girls." Uh, she did really well. And so, you know, it's sometimes you just got to count on them to make plays. And, and last night we were pretty uh, fortunate to be successful. Yeah. You must be pretty quick. Are you quick? Yeah, we got some speed. I mean, we have to, to, to at least run away from those girls for sure. I've talked him into play. Well, I haven't talked him into it. He, he, He's playing a little more zone this year. I, and I'm playing so much zone this year. I'm, I'm embarrassed. I looked at my – Sister, the other night we were playing zone against somebody. I said, I cannot believe I am playing this much zone. But people don't make make a shot, so you got to stay in it. So, uh, anyway, uh, Brad's a great crowd over there last night uh, for our two games. Uh, you know, to see girls like that come in that big. And then uh, I don't have anybody that can touch the rim. They had a guy, Joe, come down, and he tomahawk dunk one. And he blew a kiss to our student section. They called it technical. On him, Dad. So, and the guy set him out for the rest of the half on a technical. So, we're getting to see a lot of different things over there at Tuscaloosa. Yeah, I, well, I saw it. Yeah. Uh, Brad, we get to see it. it. was a great crowd over there last night. So, just maybe give the the parents and the students a shout out uh, for showing up uh, last night because it makes a big difference. Yeah, it does. It was awesome. It was a great environment. There was a lot of energy in the in the gym. Um, you know, you. I think that's the one, that was one where we both thought, you know, this is one of those, like, you know, like, quote-unquote real teams. They're going to come in here. They're going to know what they're doing. They're going to be well coached. And, you know, I give, you know, our fans a lot of credit last night. I know you, you've kind of called them out a time or two, but I thought our students were great. You know, if, if they get the other team's best player to, you know, get a tech, maybe they're doing their job. But I thought, the, you know, the parents were excited. The uh, students were excited. And I think both of the – both of our varsity teams were just excited to play, you know, a, a team who, you know, I, I don't think 
a whole lot of people would have expected us to win. Probably, definitely not both of them. I don't, you know, I don't. I think you're downplaying how well your boys played last night. They were they were pretty phenomenal, and you know, just to to be sitting there and and you know, when you're coaching, I don't I don't pay attention to the fans a whole lot. You like to talk to them a little bit more than I do, but I feel like uh, you know, just watching it uh, as a fan, watching your game and. Um, the team I used to play on, you know, I would have loved to be in that environment when I was a player. So, you know, it's it's really special and important for those kids. Yeah, some of the mamas behind me for Bibb County were not real happy with their kids last night, so they may be getting on them uh, when they get home. Well, Brad, good stuff. Uh, look forward to uh, having a, a great season following you guys. You're off to a good start. I know we got uh, some big three games next week. So things keep rolling. So we'll talk to you throughout the season. Appreciate you being on this morning. All right, no problem. Thanks for having me. All right, there's, Thanks, Brad. there's Coach Bradstar. Those girls from Bibb County are humongous. You remember, you remember Russ Wallace, Dad? He's the coach at Bibb County. You'll know Russ. He's, I think he used to maybe work your camps and stuff here. Uh, does a good job. He was. He got pretty. He got pretty upset. Yeah, he got upset uh, a couple of times. He got a technical on the girls' game. I can't imagine having to coach the girls' game and then turn around and coach the boys' game. Uh, I guess that's kind of what I did though, coaching a five and six year old game and then another game i don't i don't recommend that uh whatsoever all right we're going to <laughs> is coach sonny smith going to be with us today i hope so all right i do too royal cleaners they want to make life easy for you so you take the cleaning with you to work at home whatever you just dial this number 205-391-0034 they'll come pick up the cleaning get it all cleaned up and deliver it Right back. Three locations to drop off. University Boulevard, Bridge Avenue in Northport, or 4851 Rice Mine Road. Once again, give them a call, 205-391-0034. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Friday morning. Tuscaloosa, Northport, and county officials are searching for an inmate who escaped from the Tuscaloosa County Jail this morning. He's identified as Quinn Martell Rogers, who escaped at around 6 a.m. He's a black male, 5'8", 135 pounds. The search is right now is underway at the south end of Main Avenue in Northport, where they believe he may have broken into an apartment. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more. Don Hartley, Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got a wreck 2059 westbound near the Knoxville exit. That's number 52. We also have a large police presence. They're looking for an inmate who apparently escaped somewhere near downtown Northport. So we just watch out for that. If you see conditions, give me a call. It's a super Santa savings time at Townsend Nissan. They're your hometown dealer. I'm Captain Ray. It's the Tuscaloosa Community Calendar, powered by Pepsi. Girl Scouts do more than sell cookies. They're exposed to so many opportunities in science or outdoors, animal medicine, robotics. Coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking. Fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. 
Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. We'll forecast a mixture of clouds and sunshine today. The chance of a few scattered showers across West Alabama, the high 73. For tonight, mostly fair with the low at 56. For tomorrow, partly sunny, a chance of widely scattered showers, the high 74. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 62 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Where the season never ends. This is your home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Gentleman, Sonny James. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Man, I love hearing that uh, this morning. We had not heard it in a while, a couple of weeks at least, because I know Coach has been dealing with some issues with his wife. But uh, we're glad to have him on this morning. we get right to the uh, Alabama One Hotline and get Coach Sonny Smith in. Good morning, Coach. How are you? Hey, Sonny. Good morning. I had, uh, we, had a, we had an escaped inmate here, uh, right here in Tuscaloosa. And I tried to get Barry to get him on the show rather than you. And we couldn't catch him. It wasn't no relative, but we tried to catch him. But we couldn't catch him, so we we ended up having you on. (laughs) Well, it's good to be among the company that I grew up with. Actually, Coach, (laughs) I'll have you know, this morning I said, is Coach Smith going to be on today? You know what he said? I sure hope so. Hope not. He said, I hope hope so. so. Yeah. He said, I, I want to have this inmate on, brother. I could sense it, Coach. I know. Coach, he talks all this big game. He's been missing you. I can just oh, tell I you that. You. I ain't missed you a cotton yes. pig and lick. Yes, you have. He's yes, been I missing you. I wanted Barry to get that inmate on, brother, you. No, no, no. I couldn't catch him. I know he misses me. He does. The ratings must have gone down. Uh, <laughs> Coach, before Hugh Freeze took that job, did he call Coach Sonny Smith and say, tell me everything I need to know about Auburn? Crap, no. No, because that would have been a short phone call. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he probably knew more about it than I did. Yeah. But, uh, hey, I really think it's a good hire. Okay. I really do. All right, why? The reason I say so, I think he will fit so well with Auburn people, and he'll fit so well with the people that, mean the most to Auburn, you know, the supporters. And I think he'll hire great staff and I think he's I think he's a real good fit. And uh once once everybody settles down and keeps writing one little negative thing about him, I think they'll realize that Auburn's got a pretty good guy here. He's always won and he hadn't had the greatest of jobs. So uh can he make this into a job that say it was with Pat Dye and other people? Maybe so. Yeah. That. Uh, Auburn basketball is uh, questionable a little bit. I wouldn't say that if I was coaching, but I'm not coaching. So they're not shooting it. Don't have the – they've got a couple – the green kid can shoot it and the other kid, Johnston kid. Uh, inside, they're not as good. They're playing Memphis tomorrow, uh, I think, over in Atlanta, if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. I may be wrong on that. Yes, that's, um, that's correct. Is this mm-hmm. – are you doing the games? Yes, I will. Uh, I, I, I had, we hadn't had any since uh, I had my uh, situation with my wife, but uh, yeah. I, I possibly will do this game. Well, good. Uh, what kind of team you got? If they can what shoot, 
they're good. They're top four. If oh, really? they don't shoot, I don't know. I don't know exactly. I'm not. I'm talking about in the league now. Uh, yeah. I I don't know where they would fit uh, if they don't shoot the ball. But uh, from a standpoint of defense, a standpoint of moving the basketball, sharing the basketball, and really guard uh, a good rebounding team and a good shot blocking team, but uh, they're they're inconsistent with their shooting. And if on the nights that they shoot the ball, I think they can be. With, uh, among league teams in any game, I really do, especially home games, where it's uh, true. It's a this is a very very good home court. Uh, I go around the league, you know, with them riding around doing the radio, and I don't find any place that's any any harder to play right now than the Auburn Arena. <clears throat> yeah, uh, tremendous home court advantage there, uh, Coach. It is. Uh, it really is. Uh, they told us yesterday that you got your name in the transfer portal. Uh, everybody's in the transfer portal. It seems like, um, free agency in college football, go wherever you want as many times as you want, make as much money as you want. Miserable time to try to build a program in because you don't know from one day to the next what you got. You know what? It, it makes a lot of difference. And what you said, oh, that's correct. Uh, it makes a lot of difference on what a guy runs. These people that run offenses that are a little tricky and, and, and a little continuity to them, they're not going to have guys long enough to mesh in and make it a, uh, a really good offense and a defensive performance because th- there's a lot to learn in a lot of things that guys put in. So I think you're going to see teams play with a little more freedom and a little more consistency on defense. I don't think you're going to see a lot of trick trick plays and a lot of trick Offenses and defenses, you might say, uh, because you know you know you're not going to have some of those guys very long. So it's a it's a one and done type offense to be put in, as far as I'm concerned, and also a defense. Yeah, but now that may not go that way because the game is kind of open today, anyhow. Yeah. Do you know anything at all about Auburn's basketball recruiting? I, I don't. No, and I'm going to okay. tell you, they do a good job. They do a good job of hiding that. Every okay. once in a while, there'll be a slip-up and they'll say, so-and-so is visiting. But if you notice, when so-and-so visits, he's usually a four- or five-star, it wouldn't get out. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. It sounds sure. good to say a five-star is visiting your place, a four-star is visiting your place. Other than that, you never know who's visiting here. And I think that's a, uh, I think that's a credit to the coaches that keep that down and not let it become too much of a positive. And also... Uh, to not allow it to be a real negative, like, well, they, I haven't heard that, not recruiting anybody that I know of, you know, that type of attitude. Well, I think they let out some that's here visiting, and I don't think they come uh, comment on some of that visit. But I do think this. I think they find it much easier to get kids to visit now since Bruce has been able to do what he's able to do. And once they see a game on this home court, it looks like a place you might like to play. You uh you uh eat supper all the time with all them old goobers where y'all crunch your food and uh, get it yeah. all softened up. Uh, yeah, until I lost teeth, I was Yeah, yeah, that's they all saw they you know they all got opinions. Uh, what's the opinion? <laughs> yeah, what's the, yeah, what's the opinion of the new athletic director? Here's here's the way I look at it. Oh, <laughs> heard you have heard nothing, so you don't know nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? He ain't, said, out, he ain't said much, has he? No, they don't talk about him. 
He used to be uh, on our show. Yeah, well, I, I know he's a good guy, and I met him. But, uh, you know, when an AD comes in, they usually analyze, analyze everything down to that's happened to him and good things, but you don't hear much about the guy. And I know he's a great guy because I've met him just like you have, and I think he's going to do a terrific job. He is not. He doesn't appear to want to be in the spotlight at all. Wow, he doesn't want to be in. That's that's a change. Most of these guys. Does, 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 does a basketball coach like him? You know, with uh, the situation I've been in in the last few weeks, uh, it's hard for me to tell what what the basketball yeah. coach likes. You know, I don't. I don't converse with him. Oh, okay, before we got some more questions, but tell tell us about you. Tell us about Jan. Well, Jan has been very ill for quite a quite a while, and the last two days has shown signs of uh, of getting back, and it was all caused by anemia. She she was very low anemic person, and we fought getting back even to a level of uh, past the level of real concern. It took us a long time to get by that, and we've made it by that, but we're not out of the woods yet. Mm. Well, we're prayers for, we're with her for sure. Uh, Thank hopefully, you very much. Thank he you. Gets, gets to gets to feeling better, uh, Coach. I think this Saturday is big for the SEC. Uh, you know, you have some opportunities to pick up some quality wins before you get to the league, and people look at these leagues and how do you do against other leagues? Well, you got Oklahoma and Arkansas playing. Uh, mm-hmm. Yale and Kentucky. I don't know about that one. LSU, Wake Forest. Alabama goes to number one, Houston. Auburn and Memphis. Uh, Kansas goes to Missouri. This is a big weekend for the SEC to make some noise, isn't it? It is. Auburn playing Memphis is a big game for yeah. them. I, yeah. I've seen Memphis play, and you surely wouldn't want to make that a return game. You know, you put, play, them on, play, them, play them on the court that isn't yours or theirs might be all right. But I wouldn't want to go to Memphis and play with the type of team that they have. And it uh, this will be a big game playing in Atlanta. We probably have more people than them, but we won't have the normal crowd that you'd normally see at an Auburn game. So you can't say, well, we've got the home court advantage on this. It won't be big if it is. I think this is a very tough game for Auburn because I look at Memphis and I say the athletes that they have make them a very good defensive team when they want to put it out there. I don't think they always do, but when they do, I think they can really defend you. Yeah. That. Um, what was I going to ask you? I forgot what it is. Have well, you seen Have you seen Alabama play? One time, way back early, and I was okay. thinking to myself, people are going to have trouble with this team. Yeah, well, they have we trouble just had, every yeah. year, but I, but I think they're going to have a little more trouble this year if they shoot I, uh, the ball. If they shoot the ball, they're going to really be good. Yeah, um, we just had the and Kentucky same thing Ri- for Auburn. Oh, by the way, they'll be really yeah. good if they shoot. Yeah, we we just had the Kentucky Rider on, and I said to him, "Is this, is this team as average as I think they are?" And to some degree, he said <laughs> they were. You know, they they may get better, but I think their average is a, a little bit average. I wouldn't think that course if I was coaching, but I think they're kind of average. They've had a terrific recruiting year. Uh, according to him, yeah. but uh, this year, even how much how much money would you have paid that guy to come back with the NIL? Oscar Shewa. Oscar Shewai. Yeah, how much would you pay? Shewai. Yeah, would if you, I how could much have pronounced you... his name, the money would not have been a problem. 
You've been in the bank. What, you, if they, you, I, what if they asked you to If I could pronounce his name, money wouldn't have been a problem. What if they asked you to spell his name? Oh, crap. Uh, Don't he, do that he, to him, Barry. He, he, he'd be in a... <laughs> Wait a minute. What about me? What about you? We could have a spelling well, contest on that. We don't you won. remember that time you told that about your you had that guy that got in a car wreck on your team and you were talking to the paramedics and they were asking what streets you were on and you said I don't <laughs> something you couldn't spell. They said, Where well, sir? He said, Hold on, man, I'm gonna drag him to fifth and main. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I stole that from our friend Jimmy Taylor. Yeah. Well, I'm you know, on, we're on Opelousa Street. Spell that for me, sir. Forget that. I'm going to drag yeah. him to Fifth and Main. Uh, yeah. I'm going to drag him over to Main. <laughs> I like Call that. you back. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Uh, but uh, there ain't no speaking anymore. I think everybody's afraid, to, afraid we bring COVID into the crowd or something. You know, I spoke up in Huntsville. Yeah. Do you know, do you you know that? Uh, no. Yeah, you told me. Not you one soul me. asked about you. No, I, I, I thought I'm it kidding, would be I'm that kidding, way. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, no, you you hurt you hurt me deep. <laughs> you hurt me deep. It, it cut it cut me. It cut oh. me so low. I'm singing bass now. Well, all right. Well, I ain't got no more questions to ask you. Like I can think of. You got anything? Well, you're gonna else have to come up with tell, some better better tell, questions. Tell our tell our listeners to be. Uh, what time are y'all? Are you leaving for Auburn to, uh, for Memphis today? They are. I don't know that I will. It depends on how Jan is doing. Cool. They go, but uh, they have a replacement for me. But uh, I, I doubt I'll go on the bus anyhow. It's, it's a short drive, you know. Well, I say this to you: it won't be uh, Auburn won't foul one time. Every cotton picking foul will get be against Memphis. And if you're if you're calling the cotton picking game, you never you, well, Auburn never fouls. Sometimes I let it slip that that looked like a good call. I like a guy. I like a guy that's calling for a particular school to be a home, yeah. be a homer. And comes, he's the worst homer in America. And you are the definition homer. of homer. You're def- and I'm I like it. I like it. Yeah, yeah. He's a homer, well, all right, boy. Thing, yeah, all right. I, uh, I, I I try to be a homer on this radio show too. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a homer. You're a homer. Well, <laughs> thank you, Homer. Tell J- tell Jim to said hi, hey, and get better. <laughs> That's the best line of the show. <laughs> Thank you, Homer. <laughs> what we'll do you say you. before I go? Tell Jan, hey, Forrest, hope things get better for you. I will. Yeah, well, All right. we, we think we're making progress. Thanks for having me on, fellas. All right, Coach. appreciate it. Talk uh, to you. Yeah. Coach, he's not a good speller, is he? He could spell cat to give him first two letters. Wow. Uh, are you? Uh, I had a guy stop me last night and said, what's your dad's blue plate? I'm like, is anybody uh-huh. playing? Do you have a blue plate this week? No, I don't have one. I got. Well, I have one for the bowl. He said something about the Army Navy game. I'm no, like, yeah, he asked me that. Well, they asked me that on another show about Army Navy, and I said, "Crap, I don't know about no Army Navy. I, I didn't know. I ain't blue plate in the Army Navy. I don't know who's good and who's bad. Army Navy." All right, uh, let's tell them about Bob Prince and Prince Clover and Hayes because we know they're good. Prince Clover and Hayes is good. I guarantee you, if you need an attorney or attorneys that uh, know the law. No, the changes in the law, but hey, about this one, they're very successful. They're in Tuscaloosa, but they've been all the, all over the southeast. You can call them at three four five one two three four. Easy number to remember. Visit with them on the telephone. Tell them your problem. They'll go over it with you. Won't charge you a cent. If you need to go further with it, go by seven zero one Rice Mine Road. Visit with them in person. 
and I think that these guys will represent you in a very, very fine way. Prince Clover and Hayes, absolutely the very best. Three, four, five, one, two, three, four. And if you've got an animal that needs some help, this 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 uh, new place, uh, I think, is absolutely a uh, constant companion. Animal Hospital is terrific, and uh, they'll give you a half price because they're trying to get new people in there. They've got a pile of them coming in. So it's 635 area code, Constant Companion Animal Hospital. They're the best. When you go in there, Joe, I'm, I have a bad fit. You go in there, you're trying to get a lot of stuff free, aren't you? you say, no, oh, I'm not. Let me try some of that dog food over there. What's, uh, what's I, that little thing right there? Can I try one? How much free stuff are you getting out of this, <laughs> this vet? They do have they do have a lot of dog food uh, samples and, and, and samples in there, and I'll get some bring it home to Sam. Joe, when Sam good. does something good outside, then when the minute Sam gets in, she gets a sample. She gets a sample. Yeah, she does. Is, so you're getting you're getting free stuff down there. No, I'm getting I'm getting I'm getting no sample stuff. Nobody goes to the vet as much as you, and you're going down. I there go to the vet. I went to the vet the fifth. I'm not going to the 26th day of. Of December to see to see dog. Okay. Uh, the day after yeah, Christmas, puppies. Yeah, the puppies have to have their shots. They can't. Oh, she's biting me now. The oh, puppies have goodness. to have their, their shots. She's right here in a train right that dog. By. Yeah, train that dog. When I'm training dog. Oh, by the way, you said something about you got a game tomorrow. You coming to my house tomorrow? Not at twelve. Max got a game. Well, you have to. You're gonna have to get some. Uh, you not coming till noon? I thought everybody said we were coming late afternoon. Oh, is really? That's what I heard. Yeah, Nobody even told me. I don't know. You better check with your mom on that. I'll be there at one. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I don't know whether they're coming or not. If they don't come, that's fine. Whatever. They they ain't, they supposed to be bringing something to eat. Yeah. All right. We'll get to break here. Somebody call us and help me. 205-342-9904. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's your home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 presents a night with award-winning Elvis tribute artist Jerome Jackson. Friday, December 9th at 7.30. More coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking. Fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. We'll forecast a mixture of clouds and sunshine today. The chance of a few scattered showers across West Alabama, the high 73. For tonight, mostly fair with the low at 56. For tomorrow, partly sunny, a chance of widely scattered showers, the high 74. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 64 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Mr. SEC Tournament Wimp Sanderson gives you his excellent analysis every weekday on Inside the Locker Room, right here on Tide 100.9. So we the old town's rooting for us like the home team. Most likely to settle down, plant a few roots real deep and let them grow. But we can't stop this real. 
Wayne's Pest Control serving over 100,000 customers across Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi since 1973. Let the good folks at Wayne's make sure your home is protected from those unwanted pests this fall. Matter of fact, it's got a text message that Wayne's is going to be out at my house on uh, the 12th to kind of have everything ready. So they... Uh, great customer service there. They take great care of me. Let them do the same to you. They also can keep that lawn looking lush and healthy. Give them a call today. Get $60 off your initial pest control service. 866-WAYNES-1. All right, to the Waynes hotline, get Mike into the show. Good morning, Mike. Hey, good morning, guys. How y'all doing? All right, fantastic. Great show, great show. Thank you, uh, Just a couple of things. Okay, you're welcome. Uh, just a couple of things real quick. Just uh, quickly, you know, on this NIL thing, you know, uh, I'm not going to go into it, but I don't know if you heard the deal with with head coach Mike Leach, Mississippi uh, State, one of his players. And uh, it's just, you know, to me, I don't know, man. It, it, something's going to have to be done. You know, laws or something passed. There's just no structure. There's no, you know, guidelines. It's just a free-for-all, whatever, you know, like you were saying earlier, Barry, just whatever you want, you know, player wants to get. But uh, anyway, I think it's kind of ruining the game myself, but that's just my opinion. All right, but listen, I, I want your thoughts on the big game tomorrow. You know, Alabama playing in front of a national television audience. Uh, it's a sold-out steady, I mean, sold-out arena. And I heard the tickets going for $300 to pop. Uh, they're playing the number one team in the country. So I just want to hear y'all give me some victories, I mean, some keys that Alabama must do, what they must do to have a chance to win this game. And do you think they really do actually have a chance to win the game? I want to hear your thoughts on the game tomorrow, and I'll hang him with us. Thank All right, Dad. thank you, Mike. Uh, Dad, the first thing I'd say, obviously, uh, the backboard will be big. Uh, you got to rebound yep. the ball against those guys. but uh, And I would think they got to take care of the basketball as well, don't they? I agree. I think you have to take care of the ball on a half-court basis. Uh, the pressure will be there. And if they can, if they can score against the pressure defense, uh, naturally, when you think about that, you think about the three-point shots. Uh, they will do not as good a job as as Connecticut did. Nobody does, but they will be better defensively against the three. Of speaking of Houston, than uh, most of the teams are. So if Alabama can get some second and third shots, as Barry's mentioned, not turn the ball over, they, they've got a they got a relatively decent chance. I think uh, Houston is not as big. I don't know about the quickness part. I really hadn't seen Houston play. hadn't played anybody particularly, but it'd be a very tough game. Uh, yeah, no doubt. Um, you know, and points are a premium again when you play in a team like Houston because they don't give up as you call cheap baskets. They get back and they make you score uh, against set defense. So you're going to have to really uh, execute. Uh, you know, can they guard the dribbler? Alabama likes to space you out and drive and kick, uh, but these guys uh, can really sit down and guard as well. This will probably be the best defensive team that Alabama will see this season? Well, it'll be second best. Uh, be, it'll be, you know, not as good as Colorado, but uh, Colorado, excuse me, as Connecticut, but uh, it'll be, you know, it'll, it'll try that area. I think your guards are important. Quinley and has got to handle the ball and get the ball to the open people and shoot the good threes rather than the questionable. That's just me. Um, the other guards need to play awfully well and get the ball to the open people. Of course, they're looking to at the big kid, and, and I think you defend him uh, a little bit differently. You, you really try to keep the ball off of him uh, at Alabama and, you know, keep him from from really getting the ball that much. You can't you can't defend him once he gets it. Uh, very hard to defend. So it should be a great game, and as far as who wins, I have 
I won't say who's going to win because I don't know, but uh, those are the things Alabama has to do in order to win. No doubt. All right, let's get to the uh, Alabama one hotline and get uh, get Jason in on the show. Good morning, Jason. Morning. What's up, Eric? How you doing? Good, man. How are you? Hey, uh, I got a quick question for uh, y'all. All right. Does, does listeners, does y'all's listeners have, uh, can they comment on previous callers or we just do we just have to listen? Sure. Uh, sure. All right. So I had to wait a couple of days to calm down. So uh, th- this is a fact. There are realists and there are unrealistic Alabama fans in every sport. Yep. There's some fans that think that they can beat the Dallas Cowboys and all this hoorah. But uh, you, you had a call. This is I'm direct Mr. Bryce. I don't know if it's yep. Tuesday or Wednesday where he wanted, yep. he wanted to try to justify the number four spot. I'm not a fan of the committee either. But this year, Bama had two losses. It, it, it doesn't matter if it was four points or 40 points. But when he called in and said, and he's trying to say, well, Ohio State didn't deserve it, and he didn't have a team that could go in there, the yeah. point is this. The committee actually this year got it right. Now, yeah. had Bama only lost to Tennessee or LSU, then you can have a discussion of, what one lost team goes in that fourth spot? The bottom line is this year we got to get right. We got to play the bowl game and move on. Yeah, well, you're here. You got you, you got it exactly right, and that that was that was true of what what was said. But uh, you're you're exactly right. It, the committee was very very lucky this year to be able to. There wasn't anybody as a backup to Ohio State, even though Ohio State didn't play real well. Yeah, but look, y'all have a good weekend, and uh, I'll I'll keep listening. Thank you, Jason. That's my man, Jason, there at North River Lawn Care there. Uh, so if you need somebody to take great care of you, he's got uh, – I think he sold out all his Christmas trees. He was actually giving away a couple uh, for charity there. I go up there today. I take my golf cart up there, and he'll love me down with some firewood uh, mm-hmm. over there. And uh, Free firewood. Man. No, I pay I you. I pay him. I actually owe him. I think I owe him twenty bucks, uh, Jason. I think I owe you twenty. Go pay him, Jason. Uh, make him go pay you. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, uh, anyway, um, yeah, I think it'll be a tough game. I think, uh, gosh, man, you where Calipari? I looked at his schedule. They're not playing anybody. And if Nate Oates, I mean, they come back and then they got Memphis and then they got uh, Gonzaga. So he really has uh, challenged himself with his non-conference schedule. Your thoughts about that, Dad? Yeah, I think he has. I think the one thing it does for you, it puts you in the NCAA tournament automatically. If you get within the top five or six and there's a question mark as to whether you're going to get in versus somebody else, you get in. Alabama, you know, Alabama could be number one in, in the SEC this time. They're that good. But wherever you stand in those five that I've mentioned who I think are better, you know, there's always somebody in the league that is better than you thought they were. When I talk about this five plus nine, the other nine are not as good. There's always somebody there that's better than you think they are. There's always somebody in the top five that is worse than you think they are. You thought they were going to be really good, and they were not. The schedule is important. Where do you go? Alabama – Alabama's two games that they play versus the ones they play every year, and they play State and, and LSU and Auburn, and State and LSU got new coaches and new, new teams. Uh, the, the other two teams that they play twice are Arkansas, who they haven't been to Arkansas much since Nate's been there, 
and they play Vanderbilt, who they play a lot. Vanderbilt is um, average, pretty average. So, um, you know, tough, tough game. Maybe one not quite so tough as the other two teams that they played this year. That rotates into five games that are eight that of the eighteen games that you play. That's ten of them. Those five games are ten of the eighteen games, and then your other games you just play one time. So they're just playing Kentucky the one time at Alabama, and that's a plus. No doubt. All right, we'll go ahead and take this break, and we'll come back, and we'll wrap up the show. We got time, maybe squeeze in one phone call. Two zero five three four two nine nine zero four. You listen, Tide one hundred point nine. It's the home of Alabama sports. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Tuscaloosa Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram, and Pearl River Resort. From the University of Alabama, this is Crimson Tide Today. It's a daily update on Bama sports and it's brought to you by Everwood Treatment Company, the official treated lumber of Alabama athletics. Everwood, wood treated right. Hello again, everybody. I'm Roger Hoover. Alabama soccer's Ashlyn Sarepka joined us on Thursday's Crimson Drive, driven by NASCAR, to review her two great years in Crimson. It's been an emotional couple of days, you know. It's It's been such an amazing season, but I think just so much to be proud of. Um, I mean, it's always hard to, to celebrate after a loss. Um, and so I think that first day losing in the College Cup, you know, there was emotions were high. But after that day, I think we really just took time to reflect as a team just how special this season was. I mean... It's funny, we were sitting in the hotel and we were um, we're writing down records and accomplishments of the season and there was like 37 records broken in one season and just, just that's so amazing. Um, and so there was so much to be proud of and it was such a special, special season that all of us are um, going to remember for the rest of our lives. I'll have more in a moment. Producing championship quality lumber is not an easy process, but at Everwood Treatment Company, it's our only process. Wood treated right. Everwood is championship quality lumber for decks, outdoor structures, commercial jobs, and more that you can build your reputation on. No rot, no decay, no termites, no problems. Just wood treated right. To locate your local Everwood store, visit everwoodtreatment.com. Everwood Treatment, official lumber of the Alabama Crimson Tide. We've got you covered for Alabama men's basketball on Saturday. The 8th-ranked Crimson Tide will square off with the top-ranked Houston Cougars at 2 p.m. Central with coverage on the network starting at 1 p.m. Also, Alabama women's basketball will return to action on Sunday at 2 p.m. against Southern Miss. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Everwood. Crimson Tide Today is a production of the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. The JCPenney Mystery Sale is back for the holidays through Thursday, ushering huge holiday savings with our in-store coupon giveaway. Feel and reveal your deal to save. We got your holiday. i hurry to get things done away. Rush and rush until life's no fun. Here, Sam. Uh-oh. What's Sam doing? Sam's trying to chase us. Uh-oh. What you need to do next time you're at that vet, you need to get a free chew toy for Sam. For what? Get a free chew toy. Something they can chew on. Yeah, I got some chew on. Yeah, all right. uh, First and main condos. Now, guys. When you're looking for a place to live, location, location, location. And First and Main Condos is in a prime location. Beautiful downtown, the historic district of Northport. Uh, has a great feel to it. You got places to eat, places to shop. You got your hardware store right there. You're located uh, right there on the banks of the Black Warrior River. 
you've got free internet and uh, direct TV there. You got ten foot ceilings, large patios with upper level level river views. It's safe. Uh, you're in a gated community there with cameras. Get down there and take a tour of it. Uh, and tell them that Wimp and Barry sent you, and you'll get one month free rent. Now, Dad likes free. The problem is, Joe, he would go down there and rent one and try to get the first free month and then try to move out. But he wouldn't once he lived there. 205-657-7465. Or go to the website, firstandmaincondos.com. All right, uh Somebody told me the line for the Alabama game tomorrow was four. That seems a little low. Uh, what, what do you think is going to happen in that game tomorrow, Dad? Oh, I think it'll be a tough game for Alabama. I, I don't, you know, I think Alabama has a chance to win it if they, if they shoot the ball well and don't turn it over. I think they, they and they and they really are, you know, they double them in rebounds. I think those three factors are big: the turnover situation, the rebound situation, and and shooting the ball. Well, you know, Houston's going to do everything they can to 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 do a good job defensively, and they are good. They're just not real big. So, you know, I I, I think Alabama's got a chance in, in that game certainly because you know they got got players. So we'll see. All right, um, should be a should be a fun game. It's on uh, ABC, so Alabama. Uh, it's always nice to be on one of the big networks there. You have Jay Billis on the call. We're all going to watch it together at, at Coach's house. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sam will be acting up, though, and you won't. I'll, I'm on Sam duty. Coach all already right. told me. All right, you're on Sam duty. All right, Tay, uh, you heard Mike Brown in the first hour. Alabama 1, go to www.alabama1.org, all the different products and services. Uh, if you want to buy me a car, then go get the car loan out at Alabama 1. They'll take great care. You get a pre-approved before you shop. All the products are right there at the website. That's it for today's show. We're going to slip out of here and make way for the Gary Harris Show. Gary is in, ready to roll. You list the tie 100.9. Is he home of Alabama Sports? Have a great day, everybody.